This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1921, Pesky Prepositions of Place in English Grammar, in, on, or at. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Pesky prepositions are everywhere in English. Today, get a secret hack on whether to use in or on when it comes to transportation. Plus, get full clarity on the prepositions in, on, and at for place. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Lindsay, do you have a lot on your plate today? Uh, I don't have a lot on my plate today, but in general, in, in you know, these days, this year, I have a lot on my plate, you know, helping mm. my aunt with all of her things and working at All Ears English and doing all sorts of good stuff, but it's all good right. stuff. So <laughs> what about you? Busy. Yes, same. Guys, this is a great idiom to ask someone if they're busy, if they have a lot going on to say, do you have a lot on your plate? Imagine yes. like a dinner plate. Like if you have a lot to eat, but we use it idiomatically to say, do you have a lot going on? Are you very busy? Say, do you have a lot on your plate or what do you have on your plate today? Means what do you have to do? Exactly. We got a question from one of our awesome listeners, Arlene, a new listener. I love to see new listeners, Aubrey. Yes, this is a great question. I'll go ahead and read it. I know this is a question that many of you listeners have, so I'm excited about this. She says, I originally came from the Philippines. I've been in the U.S. for more than 15 years, but I'm still having an issue on when to use on, in, at, onto, and into. Can you please give examples? Thank you so much. Looking forward to listening to your podcast. I've received, I feel like, this question more than any other question from listeners like Arlene who have lived in the United States or in England for years and years and years, and prepositions are still tricky. Interesting. Yeah, it's like the pesky little prepositions, right? I think we mm-hmm. learned the word pesky a few months ago. Uh, they keep coming up and we, we can't quite feel fluent unless we get these right. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And we really recently talked about time for these prepositions mm-hmm. in episode 1841. If you missed it, it was called in, on, or at. Don't get stumped by prepositions of time. Yes. But these same prepositions are pesky and tricky for place. And it works very differently. So we're doing this episode and focusing on on, in, and at for mm-hmm. location, for places. And, right. And we know that Arlene also wanted to know about onto and into. So guys, we're going to come back in another episode, right, Aubrey, to onto and into. 
right? Yes, right? There's yeah. so much to go into. So make sure you follow, guys, so that you don't miss that episode. Yes. We'll cover that in an upcoming uh, episode very soon. All right, let's get into it then for today, starting with what? Yeah, so we'll start with at, and this is for places, locations, when we're talking about a specific point, an exact position, when you're sharing your location or the location of an object. So for example, give us some sentences, Lindsay. All right, here we go. His chair is at his desk, right? Go ahead and write these down, guys, to make sure you don't miss them. Here's the second one. I'm waiting at the hotel in entrance or I'm at the gym. Yes, and there are a lot of very common mistakes. One I hear mm. a lot is someone will say, I arrived to the airport. I just arrived right. to the airport. But a native English speaker would say, I arrived at the airport because you're sharing your location. I'm here now. I arrived at the airport. Yeah, I think our listeners might be getting in trouble there if they're translating from their native language. Because I think especially languages like Spanish, maybe French, maybe it is a translation mistake. Right. Well, so and it's guys, tricky too because we do say in English arrive to sometimes like uh, that you arrived to, you know, depending on what it is. But when it's a location, when it's a place, arrive at. But okay. there's so many more, right? Some you might hear someone say go out in the night when you would say go out at night. And that's time. Remember to check out 8, oh. 1841. But there are so many mistakes. So it's really vital that you have a good idea of when we use each one. Wow. And as you're listening to English, pay attention to the prepositions. This makes me think we should build a whole course on prepositions. Aubrey. Yes, right. You know, it's kind of, they're kind <laughs> of the glue. They're, <laughs> they're the glue yes. that go between all of our words. And we know, guys, it is kind of a glaring mistake when you mess them up. They're such little words, but they are kind of glaring. And again, it's about connection. But these are the little things we want to just clean up. Just do a little cleaning here, right? Just to push yourself to that higher, more native level. Yes. Exactly. These are very obvious to native English speakers. I know I make these same mistakes in French and Spanish. Sometimes I'm finding myself translating directly. It's difficult in every language, I think, prepositions. Oh, we're going to look into that. Maybe we build a course next year on prepositions. I think our I listeners love would love Take a note, that. Lindsay. <laughs> I just made a note. I wrote <laughs> <Nice>. it down. <laughs> All right. But for now, we have these episodes. So where do we go next? Okay, so next is in, and this is all about an enclosed defined space, right? Doesn't have to be totally enclosed, mm -hmm. like a swimming pool, right? That's an enclosed place, even though there's no roof, right? Okay. We also use it for cities, countries, large areas. Okay, so a large area, something is in something else, right? So for mm -hmm. example, the ball is in the pool, or I am in the U.S. The U.S. is huge, right? Yeah. So I am in the U.S., yeah, so a common mistake is to say, like, the bike is on the street, but a road is still considered an enclosed space, right? So right. I would say the bike is in the street. The kids are mm -hmm. in the street. Get them out of the street. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay, I like it. And then what about, is there any difference regionally speaking? Yeah, this uh, is fascinating, right? So if you guys have been to New York or um, New Jersey, usually for a city, we'd say in New York City and on an island, but we say in Rhode Island, in Hawaii, and Long Island is an exception. If you've been to New York, you may have heard someone say on Long Island. I live on Long Island. This is like a regional dialect issue because in English, usually standard accepted grammar is in any city. Long Islanders will disagree with you till they are red in the face that it's on Long Island. That is so interesting. I've never it thought about that before, but that's a weird outlier. And they also say it with that great Long Island accent, which I'm not even yes. going to do an impression, but it's great, no. guys. Long Island has its own accent, which is actually separate from 
other parts of New York City, other parts of Brooklyn, it's different. Fascinating. We'll go yes, into that. I just watched day. an episode of Married at First Sight, and there was a guy on there from Long Island, and he had the. And it was funny because there was a girl on the show from Jersey, and she couldn't stand his Long Island accent. <laughs> uh-huh. And they both had very thick accents to me, but she was like, oh, I hate the Long and Island very accent. Different, it was fascinating. Right? And different, different from each other. Yeah. <laughs> But they live really pretty close together. <laughs> yeah, I wonder sometimes, like, why are the accents so strong know. around that part of the country? New Jersey, New York City, Queens, uh, Staten Island, Long Island. Why are they so different and so distinct? Right. Mm-hmm. I think the areas were settled by people from different countries. And then the yes. accent sort of evolved yeah. based on the population. That was there. But it is fascinating. The mm-hmm. regional dialects in such a small area can be so strong. And also the fact that in in Manhattan, there really isn't like a Manhattan accent because no one, I mean, some people did, but not many people really grew up in Manhattan, right? It's more of a transient, you move there, you move in, out for business. Whereas you go to Staten Island and almost everyone, their families have been there for years where the accents are strong. So really interesting. Yes. Fascinating. And there is a quick note here that we're talking about things, you know, something is inside something else, but it can be metaphorically inside. So we say like, oh, I have so much love in my heart or, oh, it's in my top three, right? So these are not, not like a physical inside, but like metaphorically inside. Inside something. I love that. Mm -hmm. So good. So clear. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're going on to our third preposition, Aubrey. What is it? On. So something is touching the surface of something else, but not in an enclosed space. So wait, say that one more time. So something is, (laughs) I need to take that in. Yeah. So imagine, I think about like there's a ball on a lawn, like the grass in front of someone's house. Mm -hmm. And this is a little tricky, you know, be like the ball is on the grass. If you're talking about the grass, because this is like open grass, but- in the yard because now you're talking about the enclosed space of this person's yard okay so that's Mm -hmm. fascinating where it can change depending on are we talking about something it's always something touching the surface of something else touching but is it considered an enclosed space or not right so give us some examples okay yeah let's get some examples for our listeners going here we go so guys the pen is on the desk right so the pen is touching the surface of the wooden desk for example the kids are on the sidewalk What would be a mistake you see here, Aubrey? Yeah, so I often hear students say it depends of when you're leaving. It depends of, but it should be depends on. It depends Mm -hmm. on when you're leaving. Mm, I love it. And do we see a difference regionally here too? Yeah, this is fascinating. Also, if you've lived in New York or visited, you might hear someone say they're waiting online. And New Jersey, they also say this in standard American English. We usually say waiting in line, but do not argue with, argue with the New Yorker or correct them. They are going to get feisty. <laughs> did you, because did you make they, that mistake arguing with them no, when you were but there? I have witnessed. I have witnessed people arguing and they will not back down to them. It is on line. 
gotta love New Yorkers. I think that's a theme coming out today is the New York regional dialect. It's so good. Yes. And I think you guys talked about this on one of the quizzes on our Allers English Plus. I think I remember hearing that or something somewhere else. Yes, Allers that English. came yes. up on one of the quizzes. Guys, if you're not doing Allers English Plus, the quizzes yes. are so fun and there's lots of bonus vocabulary that comes up as well as just funny little tidbits and anecdotes. You don't want to miss those quizzes. <laughs> That's so fun. And then go to New York City and listen to how people are talking about that. It's hilarious. I love it. So good. So do we have time for a little bonus? What do you think, Aubrey? I think so. Okay. This is really interesting, you guys. As an ESL teacher in New York City, I taught my students that because you guys have likely noticed that it's strange that we say in a car, but on a bus, on a train. Mm -hmm. And you've likely heard mistakes about this because it is weird. You're not sitting on top of the bus or on top of the train. But in right. English, we say on a train, on a bus. Mm -hmm. So I taught my students, if you have to sit like a car, we say in. And okay. then we'd say, get out. I get out of the car. I get in the car. Okay. But if you can stand, we say on, on a bus, on a train, on a plane. But okay. there are exceptions. If you start thinking about an RV, like a motorhome that, or a van that, you know, that you could stand <laughs> in, but we say in a van and a submarine. So I this think is too I've complicated. figured out. Do we have a too... better rule? It's too much. Yes. I'm overwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> we have a better rule. I think I've figured out something where there's okay. no exception. Okay. What's the We're secret? Using on because we're talking about being on board something on board and yes. so if you think about something as a people mover you get on board something that's meant to move large large amounts of people so uh -huh. we would say we're on a shuttle on a ferry on, on a plane subway. on a bus on a train uh -huh. on the subway because it's Ooh. meant to transport large amounts of people and everything else is in in it a submarine because even though it's big and you can stand up it's not meant to trans that's not the goal of it to transport lots of large amounts of people mm -hmm. on a cruise ship it works yep. because i think yep. about a car is not large amounts of people no, right so people. that doesn't work i love it we should do another episode on that hack that is a hack and a trick and i love it let's write Maybe it down too. all right Aubrey, should we show our listeners a role play Yes, this is really fun. You and I are making plans to meet for a coffee, Lindsay. You want to start I us love out? coffee. All right. When are you free? What's on your schedule for today? Uh, I could go at 10. Should we try a new coffee shop? Yes. Let's meet at Mean Bean. I'm at my house now in my office, but I could be there by 10. Awesome. I'll meet you at the subway entrance and we can ride together. That would be nice if we could all meet in a coffee I shop know. for a coffee, if we all lived in the same city. We've never lived in the same city at all. There's English. So no, we've never had a coffee together. We need to make that happen, Lindsay. <laughs> we do. We do. All right. Let's go back through this. We had, again, these pesky prepositions, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. So first you said, what's on your schedule today? And this is another common mistake that English learners will sometimes say what's in your schedule or what's yeah. in your calendar. But mm -hmm. in English, we say on what's on your schedule, what's on your calendar. Right. And then I said, on yes, the surface written, right? Makes okay. Sense. Love it. And then I said, you said, I could go at 10. Should we try a new coffee shop? I said, yes, let's meet at Mean Bean. So this is a place, right? Yeah, I made that up, actually. I, I think that's a good mean name bean. for a coffee shop. Mean <laughs> Bean, like coffee beans. <laughs> I could see the logo being like a, a coffee too. bean with a mean face. A little angry. <laughs> or a cute little angry coffee bean. Well, that's a that. business idea for you there, Albert. <laughs> right? Go for it. <laughs> it might be taken. I would have to Google. But I didn't find that. There's not like one here. I was like, mm, I love this name. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did I say after that? 
So then you said, I'm at my house in my office. And I think this is fascinating to think about location of your house, mm -hmm. right? I'm at my house, but an office we think of as an enclosed space. So we say, I'm in my office. I'm in a certain room. I'm in my bedroom. Yes. So good. So good. And then finally you said, awesome. I'll meet you at the subway entrance and we can ride together. So again, using that ad as a location a direct place right. or location. Yeah, exact location, your exact point, because like you said, we'd say on the subway, on the train, but we say at the subway entrance because it's a specific place, specific location. Oh, so good. So again, they are everywhere. What do we have to take away today? How should we leave our listeners? Yeah, I think it's extremely helpful to be aware of the common mistakes. I recently met with a student and he was frustrated because he's very fluent, but mm -hmm. he recognized he's making the same mistakes over and over and he didn't have anyone to tell him what these mistakes are. So he's excited to be in our classes, to yeah. hear our podcast where we can point out these mistakes so he can get to that higher level like you guys want to be. You don't want to stress out about these prepositions, but it is worth improving. Yeah, it's worth some time to think about. Always think about connection as the number one most important thing. So if you can connect and still make that mistake, that's totally fine. But at some point, as we move to 99% fluency, we're going to work together. We'll work with you guys to get you to the point where you're no longer making these mistakes. All right. Yes, Good stuff. I love it. Awesome. Right. It was so fun. I have a feeling our listeners really enjoyed this based on how many questions I, I have think, received. Yeah. I have a hunch. Oh, yes. Yeah. And this is on YouTube too, guys. So share it with people on YouTube, share the podcast with your friends and make sure you hit follow. Good stuff. Yes. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, really fun. Talk to you soon. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.